0: Clark on the mic, yes I'm doing what I do, representing for the ladies. But he's speaking for the goons. Back and forth with the banter, banter, banter. You got questions, we got answers, answers, answers. Every week we're bringing you the entertainment and the news. Welcome to our podcast for the ladies and the goons. Ladies, goons, ladies, goons, ladies, goons, ladies, goons. Ladies, goons. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of the Ladies, Ladies and Goons, Goons podcast. Uh. Welcome back, everyone. Um, it's a weird day. I feel weird. I feel a little bit, not really tired. I don't feel tired at all, but um, I don't know. Kind of indifferent. I don't know. How are you today, Buck?
1: I am great.
0: You are great. That's good to hear. You know, I
1: just dropped that album, i Be International Buck.
0: Yay, yay. Everyone go get it. You got to listen. It's really good. Um, dare I say your best work oh, so yeah? far? I listen to it. It's awesome. So you also listen though. to it as
1: well. You're biased. Nobody believes when you say it.
0: <clears throat> well, I might be biased, but I actually do listen to it. I play it in my classroom too. So. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So, everyone go listen International Buck. Hmm. And congrats on dropping that. Oh, thank you. Great work. I've seen you put a lot of hard work into it and been, you know, working every day in and out, so congrats, congrats. Ooh. Episode 23. How do you feel?
1: That's a, a good number. Twenty-three. That's the Jordan number. Saw Jordan episode.
0: (laughs) Jordan episode.
1: So I'm gonna have to retire after this. I'm gonna announce my retirement and then come back. Mm.
0: You could announce it right now and then, like, then come back in like the next two seconds. We'll do that. (laughs) Anyway, um, so today, today, today. Hmm. We were watching. We were watching TV today. Who? You and I. When? Earlier, watching something called Stolen Youth. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a story of Larry Ray and um, his daughter. I
1: his name and all that.
0: His daughter Talia, um, and a bunch of other Sarah Lawrence students, and. It was interesting. Um, life's interesting. People are kind of weird on all aspects of it. I can't say that I enjoyed it, um, but it's a true story. So those are always like either you. are shocking. Mean, yeah, it's shocking. A lot of the times there are no like resolve to it. So, and I hate that. So I tend to not like that. I, I like to have the answers, like when something's done. And, yeah, didn't have that. I mean, other than him going to jail for a very long time. And um, I didn't really have a lot of answers. It was really weird um, that these people kind of just followed this man. I don't know. It's just weird.
1: So so that's what makes the... I just thought that's what makes the Jeffrey Dahmer story so unique and that it did have a, it did have a resolution. Yeah and it seemed almost fitting
0: yeah Um, I can agree with that I just uh, this one that's just like I mean so spoiler alert so um, so he goes to jail I mean you can find it on the internet because it's true story but so he's sentenced to jail for 60 years he's already you know he was already like 59 or something I don't know he was he was older anyway Um, When he started interacting with these uh, young college students, um, 18, 19 years old, and it's just the whole thing kind of seems weird, but I I also, there there are certain types of people that um, fall into a category to follow someone. They're calling it a cult or a sex cult, whatever. I don't necessarily know that that's what it is um, or was. Don't know really what to think about it, but it was just odd. And I know it's always people, always people that have something going on. I think everyone has something going on mentally, but, um, people that are either sad or have been hurt, um, that found something in this, this man and decided to follow his every, you know, word. I don't know. It was very odd. So it's called stolen youth and, um, I won't say that you need to check it out, but if you're interested, it's there. I I don't really know how to feel about any of it. I'm I'm happy and proud of the people who were kinda in the situation but never fell victim to it and was like, this is weird and left. Um and some didn't but still got out um earlier on. Earlier on, meaning like four years in or whatever, but it's just it was just odd altogether. What'd you think of it?
1: I don't believe. I think the term sex cult was used a little too loosely and it was inappropriate. It wasn't exactly what I was expecting when I hear sex cult. And I'm not like a, what's the word? I'm not an advocate for weak-minded people. Mm -hmm. Like I don't believe, I think we have too much sympathy for weak-minded people and we hold other people culpable for weak minded people. And I don't agree with that ideology. And I think that's what this was about. I mean, he might have been a creep. He might have been doing more bad things than they showed. But from what I saw, he never held anybody against their will. And they were lying like they were telling him things they try to say that they were telling him things because they felt like it's what he wanted to hear, but if you don't hear that narrative and you just look at it, then you see that they were being manipulative. Like, that, they wanted to be in that situation so badly that they were being manipulative.
0: I see that, and I can somewhat agree with that. Um, it's just odd. I think of, like... I have a niece who's in high school right now so in a year and a half she would be the age that they were when they first left home and um were by themselves without you know any supervision which a lot of uh, a lot of kids are and um like i said it didn't work on everyone because not everyone comes from backgrounds that would allow that to work but this person I think for me, I mean, and, and some people don't think it's strange, but I, I think it's strange that someone in their 50s goes and lives with um, teen, young teens, um, fresh out of high school, just starting college, um, <clears throat> and that's just odd anyway, And but it is what it is. I'm sure it happens a lot, because I know a lot of girls and girls and guys, when I got to college that had... Boyfriends of the same age as, as this person or whatever and they kind of just run free because you're stupid and that's what you do. Um, but I don't know. The whole thing's just, just weird. And then there were a lot of other things in it. It just didn't sit right, but it didn't sit right. I, I couldn't really pinpoint why it didn't sit right except that I know if it was my child or my relative, um, I would have probably shown up and tried to rectify the situation. Although many of the people didn't have money to do that. So I don't know. It's just weird because it wasn't just them. Like this person was really good at talking and, um, convincing people, even adults, um, like real adults, not like fresh out of high school, just away on their own for the first time, but right. Real adults and, and convincing them to, to, Believe whatever it is that he said. But there are a lot of people that are like that. So I guess you can't condemn someone for that. Um, where it really gets weird to me is the type of person that you are, like you're getting these people to give you money that you know they don't have. It's not like they're rich and you're like, oh, I'm going to con this person out of their money. Like, oh, I don't have money. Now I'm going to like get you to ask fan, family, friends, random people, whatever. And in one case... It went a little bit further than that. I think that's where the whole sex cult talk comes from. One case that they showed us, they they said nine counts. They didn't show us in the in the show what those counts were. So um, it's just it was just odd altogether. And so my takeaway from that is um, not just young adults and people that are in high school and heading away to college for the first time and getting a little bit of freedom, but people in general just be very. Um, weary of other people and their intentions and it's hard to it's hard to to figure out sometimes because you think people are really really there for like they really want to help you um, but we have to kind of look to ourselves to to make life better for us and make it what we want it to be and not too dependent on someone else not worried about getting in trouble once you're an adult you know And I know they don't feel they probably didn't feel like they were adults at the time. But once you're an adult, it's like you make the decisions that you want to make and you deal with the consequences. Um, And like Buck said, they really other than in their minds, they weren't held where they like where they were. They didn't have to stay there. They didn't have to stay at his apartment, which wasn't really his apartment. He lied about that as well, but they didn't have to stay at that apartment. Together maybe because they were together they stayed longer. I don't know.
1: Um that was a good that was a good example of uh, why that parenting style that was on the parent test doesn't work. Which one child Where, led? No, not child led. Which was the one? Uh, was it strict?
0: The strict with the, um, was the religious ones. I think
1: I, I say strict not because of that that parenting style in particular, but the, what he said was what the father said was he wants his voice to constantly be in his, in his son's head.
0: Oh yeah, that was the, him. That was the um, overachieving, or, parent, okay. or something like that. Yeah,
1: high achieving. High achieving, yes. Right. So high achieving would go along with college students and yeah. academics. Yeah. Yeah. And that way of parenting doesn't allow your child to think for themselves yeah the child led seem better because they learn to think and rationalize for themselves the new age seem better because the children learn how to rationalize for themselves they learn the logic and the reason to make decisions Mm -hmm. which would help make them make the best decisions yeah and so they could do it for themselves. When you have a child, you raise a child that they just constantly listen to what you said because you said so. Mm-hmm. When they get into a situation that you've mm-hmm. never been in and mm-hmm. you've never or you didn't take the time to instruct them on, they don't know what to do.
0: Yeah. And plus, on top of that, when you they come in contact with someone who is really that who seems really smart and is much older and because a lot of those you tell people to listen to authority and listen right. to people who are older so that would be the perfect situation for that person to fall into <clears throat> and you know I think the best we were talking about um the the show the parent I forget what it's called parent something um
1: but parent, the parent test
0: the parent test um and I think there were so many great things about all of the different styles of parenting that you probably should just take them all put take the great from all of them and then make that your style <clears throat> the problem with the child led is that I mean it's good because you are giving the opportunity for children to problem-solve and rationalize and reason um, but there's only so much that they can rationalize and reason without Without experience and without some type of guidance, so I think it's really good and really important to weave that in. But you might rationalize that this person knows what they're talking about, and they seem like they're okay, and they seem like they want to help you, and that that sounds that seems like the safe thing to do or the right thing to do. You might rationalize um, incorrectly, whereas there was there was one lady that was on the show that from day one was like, something's not right. What? This is not, something's not okay about all this. And like, um, she wasn't the only one. There were a couple others. Excuse me. There was a, there was a guy, I think his name was Max. Her name was something with an R. I don't remember, but she, she, she didn't like it so her antennas were up almost like things could have happened in her past and she was like yep i've dealt with like con artists or something you know maybe she had that type of radar because of that and then the other guy just didn't like him and thought it was weird and creepy because sometimes that just happens and it didn't mean that they had more insight it's just that they didn't, didn't like it um and didn't fall for it but the but the others i don't know i don't know you were going to say adults
1: something, i was going to say adults It's just he caught them at a young age, and there are adults to this day who don't know how to rationalize for themselves, and they hear information, and because they respect the person and think that this person has good intentions for them, Mm -hmm. they just trust everything they say and follow along.
0: True. Like, you saw all of them, the first thing everyone said about him was, he's so smart, and he's so worldly. He's, look at the pictures with all the people. He knows these people. And if they trust him for it. And it's like, I mean, I'm a graphic designer. So pictures and videos don't, don't impress me because I know those can be doctored. And they were talking about, you know, him being this, this decorated Marine. He wasn't in the Marines. So that was another thing. He had pictures of it though, of him being in the Marines and all that. He wasn't there. Um, so people, even the parents speaking and the and the, the lady that ended up being his girlfriend, I guess you can call her that for a while, who was a who was in school to be a doctor and was doing her residency. The fact that she was in school to be a psychologist and he knew a lot of the same things she knew, she automatically, you know, put him on this pedestal and thought that he was the most amazing person. Plus, he whined and dined her. There was, you know, that, too. But we tend he to didn't
1: do that anything.
0: I mean, no. I mean, he bought her expensive bags and shoes, and and took her out. That's what she was talking about. They showed us a lot of um, pictures. He her, what, who he bought her? She he bought her a Birkin bag. He bought her some shoes. It was in the the videos and stuff that was there. And then the roses and the taking out to fancy dinners, which you know he got. Well, he got the money. How he got the money? He was making sure he got money from people. But either way, when you put people on a pedestal, and you think because someone is Smart or educated in something, you automatically elevate them above someone else. (laughs) And just because someone is really smart Mm -hmm. at something, (laughs) doesn't mean that they're better at everything or that they're even better than you. Because all of the accolades and all the things that we see, like what we saw for him, doesn't tell you the type of person he is. It just tells you what he shows to other people and what he allows. One of the girls had
1: a had a degree from Harvard and was in medical school at what other school? Some other prestigious school.
0: Yeah, that was his. That was the one that ended up the only one that he took as a girlfriend. But the one that was older. She was actually older than uh, significantly older than the others. Um, even though he was sleeping with the other one, the eighteen, nineteen year old, whatever, and they ended up together too, whatever. But that that's just part of the problem. Like people see not just book smarts because people that are really good at um, public speaking and um, and like life coaching and stuff like that, because they're so sure of themselves, and they have like data to back certain things up, and they have people. You just need one or two people that are that other people also think are important to say this person's awesome. They're amazing. I mean, that's how you get around in the world, of course. Um, but we put people on a pedestal, and then all of a sudden, whatever they say is just like. Not only that, people got like upset. They really got upset when anyone tried to challenge or even question before they even said anything mean it was like questioning this and they were like so defensive of for that person like no you don't you know it was just weird the whole thing was odd it makes me nervous it makes me scared for like my nieces i have one that she will be going i mean she's setting into senior year um, and she's very quiet and reserved and so it's like it's nerve-wracking because I mean we I work at a boarding school, so it's like a college environment. So you get a little bit more. So used she's been to,
1: helicoptered her whole life.
0: She I mean, but now you're we're on a we're on a we're on a campus where it's similar to college, but at the same time, the it's truth not. is the truth is that her mother also works here. So you're you're under you know the care of that. So it's like I don't know. It makes, it makes me nervous because I see. A lot of, I see a lot of students, especially coming out of just not a boarding school environment, but like public school or other private schools where you go home every day and getting this freedom or this fake freedom or whatever it is, sometimes you don't know how to react. Going back to that parent, um, the parent thing that we were watching, um, and the parents that were like, I don't remember what they were, the, it was the Asian couple. They weren't high achieving, but they were. I don't know, but whatever it was, their daughter was like really smart. She is really smart and like had they're they're always there, always with her. She's always working, always doing, you know, whatever it is that they want her to do. And a few times when when within the parameters of the the show, they gave her freedom to do things and it was completely off brand of what the parents would have thought she would do, but it's because she's been they've been there every step of the way and she got some freedom. It was like okay, she's the person
1: no, she didn't do nothing. She didn't do anything that was wrong. The only thing she did is she went with the stranger.
0: Yeah, she did go with the stranger. She also I mean she cried so she didn't do the swimming thing either. She right. would've if they if the father didn't walk in like one the like as early as he did, she would have taken the candy too. She and she has she and they didn't. and they've already said she she's done that in the past as but well. But she didn't do it. So it's one of the when and when they were asking like and every time they asked her, when they when when they asked her like would she rather be doing her thing was like no. When she got a chance to be the parent, it was like, Okay, I'm gonna chill, I'm gonna do whatever because it's too much. Right? So sometimes yeah, it does
1: over planning for them and not allowing them to allow Yeah.
0: But that's why but there there are a lot of people that I see on a daily basis, especially where I work, I see that it's like that and then when they go into another environment, even if it's not college, say they go into the you know working world or whatever, you get to see so many things that you have not seen before and they can be enticing um, and then the fact that you get to make your own decision, you're like, okay well this is this is great. I could do this and I could do that and no one can tell me what to do and I mean, it's a false It's a false thing because you really probably are not ready. A lot of people are not ready,
1: but... They're not ready to do whatever they want to do?
0: They're not ready to make uh, the decisions that are the best decisions for them sometimes.
1: Oh, how do you help that?
0: Hmm. I don't know. I, th- I guess it has to start earlier on. A little bit more freedom. Um... A little bit more freedom, so they're not completely every second of their day is not planned out, but not completely child-led. Like they just get to do and say whatever it is they want. So a good balance. Honestly, if I'm being completely honest, the best way to do that is to have a mother and father in your home who are
1: the girl who, that are excuse, actually excuse that me, are actually good me for a second. Yeah. Because the woman who won the competition was a single mother. Uh Uh-huh. So her parenting style as a single mother proved to be the best parenting style.
0: Yes, for a 13-year-old, yeah. Okay, got it. So, which I, 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 and I did like her parenting style mainly because although they called it a certain type of thing, I forgot what they called it. Oh, I forgot what hers was. Oh, discipline. Although I could, you could see areas where it wasn't like, she wasn't like strict, so I don't know why they called it that. She did also have an older kid so some of the people that they're going up against she had
1: an older kid so it proves an older kid that more. wasn't her
0: actual child yes
1: the girl was 13 years old her mm-hmm. daughter was 13 years old and it proved even more that the style works because it's longer tested so she's had more freedom to go to she's been in middle school where she has access to more things as opposed to the other people who had kids who were like 5, 6 years old and were homeschooled and never been anywhere
0: True. And then she also had a different background than some of them. And not only her, but the, the
1: aunt. Too. A background that allowed her to be more susceptible to those things, to the wild things in life.
0: Or an, a background. Probably put her in
1: more situations to, that she should want to avoid.
0: Well, I mean, because she was not only living from her background, she's also living from what her aunt Um, Went through, so she was talked. She was talked to about certain situations, probably where other people wouldn't be talked to about that,
1: and taught to think for herself. Because it don't matter what her aunt been through, you can't tell some. You can't. She can't just tell her how to act in every situation. She can't explain every situation to her.
0: No, that's why she showed improve. So she was there.
1: Their relationship was like more communication based. They communicated with each other. She spoke with her, and let her reason. Yes. Their conversations were based in reasoning.
0: And that's probably now. And I think the reason why she called herself the disciplinarian, um, it was like the disciplined one, because she had her since she was four. So she's probably going off how she started. But they didn't show us
1: that because she was, you know, older. So, it's, so really, you're just making something up.
0: And she may, I mean.
1: You're just making up something. And you're saying that's, that's what it is. You have no proof of it, is what you're saying.
0: I'm going off of her saying that she's a disciplinarian. We didn't see her actually discipline the girl at all, but
1: what is discipline? There's a discipline be, between. There's a difference between discipline and punishment.
0: Yeah. Did you see anything that showed that she? I mean, f- the results that we saw. I feel like she has. She had her her rules in place. She had we all of that. But the the kid was already good. <laughs> like by the time we saw her, that I didn't necessarily. We didn't necessarily get to see. Her, like, with some of them... I mean, we had that one... The one family where the kid slapped the
1: father or whatever. Um but he don't get anything. They don't do anything as punishment.
0: Yeah, they don't They don't have punishment. They the just have routine. The girl who raised they her hands routines. with the spanking
1: thing. Huh? So, she raised her hands when they asked how many parents spanked their kids.
0: Yes. She did. So, part of... So, I mean, so part of discipline and some of it is spanking or whatever. So, yes we didn't see that but she obviously that happened and she didn't look like she needed to do that now but she would already the the groundwork had been laid down that's what i think i mean i don't know cuz we also only saw her we didn't see whoever her partner is she's pregnant now so there's, some, there's someone in her life but we didn't see that, that like lives that around person. Her household? We they we they didn't show us they didn't show us that person at all they didn't even mention anything until they were like oh she's pregnant and she was, and the little girl was happy so it may be that that person's like, I'm not going on this show. Could be. We didn't go that I mean, I really did enjoy her parenting style. Um, I think we would have seen equally good, but a different style, a different, a different time in their life. Like, if the girl was maybe like eight or nine, would be, would be a different kind of show. I still, I th- still think it would be good. But, and I think she does it. She does a great job, especially combating the whole. Because I know the first thing people, probably or some people probably thought, was like, "Oh yeah, well she's here as a parent, but that's not really her kid." But um, she she was able to teach. A I lot. didn't think that she was able to teach a lot the of the other
1: two men were there, and those weren't their kids.
0: Yeah, I mean they didn't tell us, so I don't know if any one of the men were the biological parent of the kids. They never mentioned it in that couple. I only know that that wasn't her biological child because she told us. So I'm not sure. But anyway, that was a really good. Um, it was a really good show because it was just insightful. And regardless of the labels and the titles that were given to each of them, I don't think it did justice for the titles because the titles made you think one thing, and like they were only this one way. But a lot of the parents kind of had a, a lot of different things mixed in. But that was a really, that was an entertaining, it was entertaining, but it was really great to see like different styles of parenting and kind of what works best and why. They could have really gone anyway For me, it could have been, I would have voted for her, yes, but also the other, the other couple, I forget, they weren't free range because they weren't the ones that drove around, but they were new age. I would have voted for either one. I think they, um... They both did a really good job. Anyway, I don't know. We got on this from the other show, but the other show, mm, watch it if you want to. It's not like a must-see, but the, the parenting one, especially if you have kids or are thinking about having kids or anything like that, it was it was entertaining and, and eye-opening, um, regardless of what they did, just the, the different scenarios that were set up. If anyone's thinking about things to kind of talk to your kids about, um, you know, it was, re- it was a good watch, I think. And I was happy because the person I wanted to win won, so that's always cool.
1: So speaking of parenting, what fears and um, traumas have you inherited from your parents and ancestors?
0: Um, fears and traumas. Probably a lot. Um, I would thinking moving from Another country as a young age, at a young age, and like moving to the United States. Um, whenever you're out of your element, so my and that being my parents, out of your element, out of the place that you that you where you grew up and that you know and know people, it's a weird situation and it can be very scary. And so, um, so all right, I'll rewind that. So fears um fears that i've gotten from my parents or ancestors would be the fear of united states and united states government um for one i remember moving to the u.s and i remember people not being as welcoming as i would have liked them to be especially as a child and i i saw it take a toll on my mom um and somewhat on my dad but mainly on my mom and just kind of being here and isolated and just there with us and i think a lot of the fears that i've picked up on um, not really being able to trust people and realizing that people lie a lot um and also that in this country many times it seems like people that don't tell the truth get a little bit further or kind of than people that do um those are things that i've that i picked up on as a child um and are things that i'm trying to work on curbing a little bit because for a number of reasons, but one reason because that's not necessarily the person that I want to be, but also I said curb and not completely eliminate because there is a lot of truth in it, and so trying to balance um, who I am and then also what I see and what I accept from others. But the fear, the main fear is is trust um, or lack of trust for others. I think that's what I picked up the most and I don't know yeah I think I would say the fear I think a lot of the things that I do or the things that um, the way that I am operates in some some form of fear and like is guided through some form of fear whether it's like fear of getting in trouble for something fear of authority for some reason or something like that so those are, that's what I inherited or that's what I, I got from that. And that's what I'm kind of one of the things I'm trying to change. Uh, and I mean, so speaking of like things that you've learned or, or have gotten or growing up or whatever, do you how comfortable are you like talking to people that you don't necessarily know and like sharing information about like your background or you who you really are like do you just when you come up to people and you're talking to them are you just like just cool open book or is it like a little reserved or and why like
1: well I don't approach most people to speak I even have a problem speaking to people that I really want to speak to I don't think I'm like I don't catch a lot of social clues they're elusive to me (laughs) so I tend to like uh have like a concern of saying something that may be perceived as offensive Mm -hmm. I like to talk about things that are important to me like and it seems like the things that are really important in life are not supposed to be discussed in public Mm -hmm. so I don't really um talk too much about myself in any setting
0: Mm -hmm. and would you say you're uncomfortable doing it Like, if someone starts asking you about specifically, so it's not like you just coming up and being like, hey, this is me, this is where I'm from, um, and social in that way, but if, like, you are having a conversation and someone starts to ask you about your past, how comfortable are you then?
1: It depends on who the person is and why I believe they're asking or why they're asking. Because people, a lot of people like to indulge in gossip. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just like to run their mouth. And they'll ask you about something and then they'll tell somebody else something that you said because Mm -hmm. they just like to talk. Yeah. So I don't, no, I don't feel comfortable divulging my personal business or things about me to just anybody. But around people I know, I'm a little more talkative. I have no problem. Saying things about myself,
0: hmm.
1: people I trust
0: you find it hard to like talk up yourself and like st- like talk about the great things that you do and what you're talented, you know what your talent is and like how amazing you are at it.
1: If I'm not rapping, yeah, if I'm rapping about it, I could rap about it, but just in like regular conversation yeah um just seems like weird to me i haven't i'm not good at that yet
0: i feel the same i feel the same way somewhat i've been bailed out a lot um by other people in that if i'm not saying something there's usually people around me that are like oh she's amazing she does and like talk it up whether it was it started with my parents and then there's other people so i haven't it's been like a cop-out where I ha- haven't had to do that except when you go on like interviews or something but um, it's something that I want to master myself to not not to be bragging but to feel okay with saying the things that you that I've accomplished and that you know you know that I'm working on or that I'm interested in like there's a lot of things that I, I feel myself hold back I don't tell people. I try to do things in secrecy until it's like perfect and then be like, hey, look. Um, And I found that that's not the best way to do things because sometimes that window of opportunity passes you by while you're sitting and waiting and trying to perfect things. and i know this because i've seen people put out things that are not like that great and it still had a, got a good response because at least there's something there and people see that yeah, something, something they're, right? yeah they're doing something so people are like oh it might not be great but they're doing something um and i think the general public is probably much more forgiving for, uh, about certain things, certain things than right. i than i am so like i might mess up something and don't realize the person that i'm showing it to doesn't know what it was supposed to be in the first place so they don't know that this wasn't perfect or this wasn't what they i don't fr-
1: see your expectations
0: yeah they don't mm. even know what it is w- they don't know if if something is blue but it's only blue because i ran out of whatever marker or whatever so it's blue now and i try to make it look good they might look at it and just be like this is amazing and that was a great choice but in back of my mind, I'm critiquing myself and criticizing myself, and it does stifle me sometimes, especially as a creative. Because I get frustrated um, thinking that I can't, if I can't do exactly what it is I set out to do, instead of being flexible, learning to pivot and and create anyway, and then like double back next time and and see if I can do it then. I tend to just like move on to something else. So I'll have like. 200 things that are not finished But are at a really good place So if people look at it They're like Oh my gosh This is awesome But nothing's completed um,
1: That's like It's a little like How I am with the music I have hundreds of beats That are at that point And also that's why I don't listen to my own music I don't like to listen To my own music repeatedly Because I start to hear like I just start to pick apart Little things that I feel Could have yeah. made it better Like yeah. even like A little voice inflection Here on this word Like A little pause or something like...
0: And you're like, gosh, I could have did this better. And then crazy because when you go back, same thing with art, you go back and like, oh, I should have done this. You go and start messing with it and you mess up worse. Like you're trying to fix this one thing and now, oh, you know what, I'm going to do the whole thing. Dang, the last one was actually a little bit better, but now I can't get that sweet spot for that. Like sometimes, you know, life's not perfect and humans are not perfect and therefore the little imperfections kind of are what make you you. That doesn't mean you never aim for, you know, being great. Um perfect and perfection is just that that's just it's something that I think cripples a lot of us. And even when we think someone is perfect or something is perfect, there's someone that can find what is wrong with it or pretend like something's wrong with it or whatever it is to make it not um not where You wanted it to be, but I I mean, it's a big—that's a big thing with me. I'm, I'm noticing because I have an art show coming up, I'm forced to continue and push forward. So I have a number of art pieces right now that are all started, but none are complete. One of the installations is close to being complete. None of them are complete, and when I get frustrated with one, I move on to the other one. In this case, it helps because. I don't want to just finish one at a time I'll end up with another thing not completed by the end but it's also very frustrating because as I'm going through all the art depending on how I feel on that day um, it just feels like there's a lot of unfinished things around me and it's overwhelming even in my office I've moved from my office now to my classroom because it's a little bit bigger space but I have all of this furniture that I'm hand painting for my show and all of it is it. So, I have a, a like a dining room table, an extended dining room table with six chairs around it. I have a rocker, I have another like counter, like it, there's a bunch, and it's all around me. And I've been painting it for the past few months. And so, now when you walk into my office, there's not even like a direct path to my desk, it's like furniture everywhere, it's overflowing. But none of the pieces are completely done. Like I might have done all of the painting on one, um, but not, not not the detail, or I haven't I haven't used resin on any of the. Like it's like, it's a whole mess. So now tomorrow and the next day and whatever, I'm trying to figure out how to organize and get that furniture out of there so that I can do the other creative parts, which is making the other art, which is the paintings and drawings. Um, but as I sit and talk about it, even now, it's 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 overwhelming. So I'll go in there. I'll sit down and then I try to figure out like where should I go what can I do next and it just it just um it's a bit overwhelming but with a deadline it it, it forces me to actually sit and do something which is which is good but um yeah and there's a lot writing on it cuz I run the visual arts department so I don't want my show to be something that's lackluster it needs to be amazing and for me no one else has said that but for me it has to be amazing and so it um Every day, I'm like trying to figure out how I can make it that much better, but I haven't completed anything yet. So I'm like, I keep adding things to be like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna add this to this installation, and this is gonna be amazing, but I haven't actually finished anything. So it's just you, it's just me, and I'm not giving up, that's for sure. That's my new thing. I've had a couple of things couple things that I've been working on that I'm like, nope, I'm going to get to the the goal line regardless. I don't care what happens. I'm going to complete it because my life has been a number of things that have not been completed or I've gotten to a space where I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. This is all right. I'm I'm good here and just like stopped or have quit or have refocused my attention somewhere else usually because I'm frustrated or overwhelmed or feel like I'm not good enough to do whatever that one thing is. So I try to pivot somewhere else and be like, look, I can succeed here. Um, So I'm trying to not, there's two specific things, my show being one. And there's another thing that I'm not necessarily going to mention, but I'm working on those and trying to hit whatever that goal is. I'm hitting it regardless, no matter how long it takes.
1: Well, was this inconsistency any result of like the turmoil throughout the, uh, actually throughout the world in the past few years?
0: Um. absolutely um, it probably goes back much further than that but the, I know what like with the pandemic um, and a number of other things that have been going on but spe- I sp- say specifically the pandemic because we saw a lot I saw a lot online of people like your home if you didn't start a business or you didn't pick up a hobby or blah blah blah, you don't know what you're doing with your life and and how dare you let this time pass by and that's just that's just a lot in and of itself especially since during the pandemic I I'm I'm a teacher so I worked the entire time anyway um but it it made me it made me feel I felt the anxiety I felt the well, I don't have travel time or I don't have a specific time to be doing this particular thing, even for work. So I should be able to get a lot of things done. And then that kind of made the anxiety. It's like I started this past summer, I started five businesses. And so all of them have been started and all of them have there have been ideas and things put behind them. But I'm still to the point where it's like all right you need to finish something and this is why people tell people you got to focus on one thing and then go to the next I don't subscribe to that necessarily because my brain doesn't really work that way so I'm okay with starting the five things I'm just trying to get my brain to think um, you need to complete something for all of them but something so make sure I'm always moving in an upward motion but I I am positive that a lot of what I what I got out of the pandemic was a lot of anxiety, um, feeling like I should be doing more, seeing other people, either quit something that they were doing, probably not by choice, but start something else and like become successful at that, and um, then also, the reality of of life just being short and and also like it's not you you can't it's just unexpected like things just happen and so a lot of those things have made it to where my brain is moving at a thousand miles a minute and it's trying to I'm trying to do so many different things that I overwhelm myself for things that no one expects of me or has asked me for and I just have all these things going on and I'm like I'm gonna do this this and this I get myself tired like I physically get tired having not done something because my brain is moving and thinking of all the different things and already thinking of the frustrations and thinking of lack sometimes and not being able to do what I want when I want for certain things. And it's like, I just implode on myself and then, or sometimes take it out on other people. And so it's like, I don't know, It there's a lot of frustration. And that, that definitely the pandemic um, fed into that Definitely being um, being a black female and everyone jumping on the black owned bandwagon and it's like, you, you got to be doing this and you got to put this out here and everyone wants to buy black owned now. So you need to do it's like pushing myself to and not realizing that I'm 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 doing a lot. I'm doing a lot. I am successful, even if I'm not exactly where I want to be. I'm not at my end point, but. Honestly if you're at if I was at my endpoint right now then what would there to to live what would there be to live for? Like it's just oh I've already, i I won. I won the game, all right. I'm done.
1: Well that was probably the there's been a lot of unsurety and and uh unrest. This it's probably been like the general vibe of the country. Yeah. With like the election, the pandemic and the protests. Well I'll say of twenty twenty. Mhm. How else do you think those things have affected your life?
0: Affected my life?
1: Yeah.
0: Um well, early on um early on with the lockdown and also with the protests, especially the um Black Lives Matter and um George Floyd specifically. Um i n and I've never even I've never said this to Buck, so he doesn't necessarily know, but I it, it took a lot out of me because I I was very um I was very scared um, uneasy driving down the street or driving outside even though we were supposed to be inside but I have to get outside so driving around um I would get uneasy if I saw like an American flag it was a it was like too much for me or I'd drive around sometimes and be listening to music but listening to certain songs like optimistic um by sounds of blackness or uh, just certain songs would come on and i would just like drive and kind of cry and like get it out driving around and seeing protests and seeing the kids out there it was it took a lot um and then also being nervous whenever like buck would be out in the car or anywhere like just gone and away i'd spend a lot of time nervous and worried and hoping that he's okay and it it um it did it was a lot for me a lot more than i thought it would be um and i and i never talk about it and have never talked about it so um there was a lot i just i'll put it that way and and the way that i deal with things like that is i try to keep myself busy so um (laughs) Keep myself busy doing whatever whether that's random times cleaning or like maybe random times doing art or daydreaming listening to music whatever it was but there 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 was a lot um, and it was hard it was hard for me but then I also felt I also felt like I need to just suck it up like there's a lot of people that are really And that's not to negate for me I'm talking to myself not to negate what I was feeling because those feelings were real and things were happening but there are people in much worse situations due to the pandemic due to you know police brutality due to all of these other things and there are times I felt kind of selfish knowing that I was in a kind of in a bubble and in a safe place Um, I felt selfish because I was like nervous and because I was scared and because I was worried about anything and everything. Um, And also during that time, I lost my father, which was difficult in and of itself. So the whole thing, like when I look back on it now and I'm like, you know, being where I was, that was was actually very helpful because I don't know if outside of where I was working, how this entire pandemic would have played out. But being where I was kind of, it helped me a lot. I was around, there was like a bubble of people. I was around people. I was, um, I I worked the entire time. I, you know, I was able to distract myself, but there there was a lot that happened. And I still know that I'm privileged and blessed to be in the situation that I'm in. So I could only imagine what others have gone through during the same time. One of the things that happened recently here, kind of where we live um is well not really it started it was massachusetts really but now i believe um where we live as well was the legalization of marijuana i know it seems like a weird segue but hear me out um and that kind of brought up that brought up some of the the questions and issues we were talking about police brutality and people being um people being you know abused by the police and and wrongfully imprisoned and things like that Um, and then now to have these same some of the the charges that these people that some people have been facing to now have these things legalized Um, I was wondering what you think about substances that should be legal or regulated or or criminalized if that's how you feel Um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I think um, a lot of countries or a lot of places have legalized everything, mm-hmm. and the crime they have much lower crime rates than we have here. Yeah. Well, that might be because a lot of crime is drug possession. <laughs> a lot of arrests are drug possession charges. True. Or manufacturing or distribution charges. Yeah but um, I think if you have companies producing drugs in factories and giving them to people that are used to alter their mind states Mm -hmm. then if that's allowed then all drugs should be allowed maybe somebody wants a more natural source or what they have works for them. But mm-hmm. I do think there should be like a regulation on on um using driving. Yeah. Or like using machinery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or things like that.
0: Or like watching children. Right. Or yeah.
1: Age and restrictions.
0: Age restrictions, yeah, outside of. <laughs> and and even when I say watching children because some people leave kids with very, very, very elderly people who may not even be on drugs, but it's, like, very difficult. Like, there should be restrictions on a lot of a lot of things. But I, um, I agree. Oregon
1: mm-hmm. has legalized everything, and they're not going crazy over there. They're doing just fine over in Oregon.
0: Yeah? Well, that's an ongoing conversation. Because my thing... I mean, my thing is, if just because something is legal doesn't mean that I'm going to do it. And people act like when something is legal, that means everyone will i mean there may be there'll be probably a lot of people that are like well I can't get in trouble for this thing anymore i'm going to try it out or whatever but i i won't necessarily just because there are a lot of things that are legal that i don't that i don't do and they're legal and it's fine but it's just not for me so i i don't subscribe to the whole once it's legal everyone's lives are in danger because everyone's going to be doing crazy things like guns are legal and i just saw another Another um, report on a three year old boy that found his parents' gun and shot himself in the face and killed himself. Like, there's there, so regulating one thing and not regulating another is just, it's just weird to me. Um, But, you know, who am I? I'm not the lawmaker, I guess. I mean, in an indirect way, I am, but not really. So. Anyway, we've been talking for an hour now, um, and I think I'm interested in what you have to say, my friend, on any of the things that you find interesting, or at least worth mentioning.
1: Definitely. Um, There has been a report of 1.5 billion-year-old water being discovered. What?
0: How did... How do you know how old water is?
1: Um, They do. They study how gases such as helium and xenon can get trapped Mm -hmm. in water and stuck in rocks. Mm -hmm. And cracks to determine how old it is.
0: Wow. I always thought that everything that was on the earth was already here, so whatever water is here has been here. But I guess it could be generating (laughs) generating new water. Water
1: has been here, but there's like uh, water underwater sometimes. Yeah? yeah like underground there's water there have been places all over the country where they found like a whole nother like under the water they dig and what they what looks like is the ground and then there's more water under there oh wow 1 billion years old 1.5 billion years old it's estimated that. that the deep pacific water for example is about a thousand years old at the same time it takes for deep ocean waters to travel around. But in 2016, mine researchers in Canada found a rather ancient discovery, which ended up being the world's oldest pool of water. Wow. The, it was from a Canadian mine, and it's actually the deepest basal metal mine in the world. And they search for copper, silver, and zinc, and continuously dig deeper into the Earth's crust.
0: Wow that's crazy what does that even mean though the water's old but then what is it like
1: that's that pure dinosaur urine
0: good lord I was about to say did someone drink it put on their skin and see if it's a fountain of youth
1: turn them into a a zombie (laughs) a (laughs)
0: zombie (laughs) then they're gonna be look two weeks from now they're gonna be like new virus found like "Mm -hmm, y'all didn't know with that that 1.5 that's what you were doing (laughs) I can't get I don't know
1: also a teenager in China has become the youngest patient on the, the youngest patient on the planet to receive a probable Alzheimer's disease diagnosis.
0: What? How old?
1: He is 17 years old.
0: Oh my gosh, I've heard of early onset Alzheimer's, but good Lord, 17. Yeah. So there has to be and they're not gonna say what it is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say the food that they're eating.
1: Maybe combination of things
0: oh my gosh
1: he has experienced memory loss difficulty concentrating delayed reactions and struggles to read
0: oh my word
1: that sounds like what they used to say with um adhd or something before.
0: yeah sounds similar wow 17 you haven't even learned that much in order to, to even forget good lord
1: Then four researchers involved in AI-based drug discovery have now found that the technology could easily be manipulated to search for toxic nerve agents.
0: Within humans?
1: Yeah, because they um, use a program. They created a program that comes up with drugs, allegedly, to help people. Hmm. Combinations Hmm. of chemicals that could be used for drugs, but they said it could easily be used to make potentially toxic drugs oh geez of course
0: of course because whenever they do their research they sell it as one thing and someone else is in the background like yeah I know what I'm gonna do I got it Wow
1: the AI started producing a lot of toxic molecules a lot of which look like chemical warfare agents oh no some of the molecules are more toxic than VX which is a nerve agent developed by the UK's Defense Science and Technology Lab in the 1950s, which kills by muscle paralysis.
0: Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Well, 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 well. AI, everything is AI. Everything is like quick and fast, and the computer's doing everything, and we just rely on it, and that's that.
1: People are lazy. Man. The other thing I thought was interesting was the crash of the train in, what's that, East? It's not Lebanon, right? It's East Palestine? Ohio? Um, In Ohio. With the and, toxic things? Yeah.
0: That's like the third one, I think.
1: Well, that one was particularly peculiar because... There's a movie that we watched called White Noise Mm -hmm. where there was a train crash in Ohio Yep, and toxic chemicals were released into the air. Absolutely. And that movie just came out. Just came out.
0: That's crazy. And I saw people online because people were like, why is everyone going crazy about the train crashes and derailing? There's hundreds of them all the time because that happens all the time and blah, blah, blah. And you're just conspiracy theorists. I'm like... All right, but it's not like a conspir like it happened right. and like toxic things came out into the air to the point where I don't know if it was this particular one because like there were three in the past like month, but one of them they were telling everyone they have to stay inside, lock their doors, not go out. Like it wasn't regular like a regular crash or whatever. So I'm not. I mean, I don't really subscribe to conspiracy theories because there's usually something there, even if it seems so outlandish. There's something that is is there if we just don't look at everything as crazy and like try to figure it out there's there's some truth to it
1: even aside from conspiracy theories the fact is that a train crashed it did have chemicals on it absolutely and it's near water and it was released into the air the chemicals absolutely. were gaseous and released into the air so it will have some effect on the world yep and we don't know what that effect will be so that's the thing you don't know
0: people are like oh yeah whatever it happens but we don't know like something goes into the air that means it gets into the water that means it gets into the plants and the soil whatever takes in air it's in that it gets into the animals and we're consuming those things so even if you're like no everyone's fine the government especially the government here like well all governments probably like to work on bare minimum well this is this much toxicity so we're okay like this much, this much is okay, and then over the years of this much, it becomes some crazy thing that happens, and everyone's like, "Oh, we don't know. No one knew that this would happen." But you knew, you just didn't care because it wasn't really affecting you, and and that's what happens a lot. I think that's what happens a lot. That's me, you know, and my conspiracy, I guess. But it's just it's just weird and scary. The world is the world can be scary. Is that it for all the things you found interesting or worth mentioning?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm gonna pivot briefly to our health tip of the week.
1: Uh, we spoke about drugs. Mm-hmm. So, I recommend that people who use drugs, even those who smoke weed, I used to, I used to partake. hmm I know it's it's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable habit, or. Uh, pastime but it definitely is a pastime which is something that allows you to be happy with um procrastination or stagnation yeah and I would just suggest that you give yourself a break maybe a month if you can't do a month do a week Yeah. Just give yourself a chance to actually get back in tune with reality and the frequency of your present state and not be led to conclusions by, led to conclusions, emotions, or delusion by any outside source.
0: That is a really great health tip of the week. I like that. All right. Well, That was episode 23. I'm going to do my closing remarks. Learn to love who you are while striving to be a better version of you each day. Don't base your actions solely on your emotions. Try to find principles to live by and base your actions on those. Aim to be a good person and then stick to your word as closely as you can. You cannot please everyone, so just try to be good and everything else will work itself out.
1: Strength, love, and blessings.
0: Always and always.